My name's Katie. I'm Sam. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Two Ghouls Podcast. There is no way that I'm that drunk. That I'm so scared. Like and I'm really high. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, stop moving the fucking flashlight! <laughs> and die. That's how you would die. Definitely worse ways, though. Really, Joey? Uh, but they only want to shove you if you give them permission. And his rib cage was protruding from his skin. Oh my god. I'm like, hey, freaking brother. <laughs> that little sucker sunk its fangs right into my hand here. Like, meow, meow, but. <laughs> We're going to take a second to talk about today's sponsor, The Lesson Foundry. The Lesson Foundry is a 100% remote music lesson site. They have passionate and incredibly skilled teachers that provide classes for singing, flute, guitar, just to name a few. With all lessons being totally remote, this resource gives you the opportunity to maximize the time you have with your teachers during each lesson and less time commuting to your appointments. The Lesson Foundry is extremely easy to use and laid out in a very user-friendly format. You can see details about each and every teacher, including how many years of experience they have, degrees that they have in the field, and other related achievements. All lessons can be catered for you to learn exactly what you want and how you want to. Most half-hour sessions cost between $35 to $40 per week and signups are for one month. However, you can cancel it at any time. This is a perfect gift for yourself or for the music lover in your life. The Lesson Foundry has been kind enough to provide our listeners with an exclusive promo code for $25 off of your purchase of any lessons by using code 2GHOULS, 2GHOULS. Call 410-404-8226 to speak with a representative about the Lesson Foundry or click the link in the description below. Thank you, Lesson Foundry. Hi. Hey. Welcome back. Happy Two Ghouls Wednesday. Happy Two Ghouls Wednesday. I have this pulled up on TikTok right now, and I guarantee you I'm going to be on here for like two minutes, and then it's going to go, nope. <laughs> it's going to say, <laughs> I'm going to get another band. I'll take Man, it. Off. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Roll with it. I got to let them know we're live. Uh, welcome, guys. This is the Two Ghouls hey, Podcast. Uh, two Ghouls Podcast. about Reddit stories. Yeah, I found some crazy shit yeah, me on Reddit. Too. I'm excited. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, the craziest uh, corners of the Reddit, uh, the Reddit corners, the Reddit corners of Reddit. <laughs> Reddit, the, Reddit is the most Redditest Reddit that you've ever read. <laughs> it definitely, uh, the Reddit was, uh, thank you for the, for the comment about my screensaver. Can you see my two ghouls dancing? Yeah, it's spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> So oh my god hello java update available no thanks no thanks <laughs> so do we want to just jump right into trigger warnings i know everyone was like keep it short keep it short yeah i i just wanted to say i'm not i'm not getting rid of all of the intro but y'all it's been a crazy week yeah tiktok clip from uh the podcast go mm-hmm. viral and it now has over one and a half million views so um that happened that's been yeah. crazy yeah that's shut up that. damn computer do you hear it in the background the java sock thing i mean java sock what am i talking about <laughs> uh, java i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah yeah 
it's just that's annoying. Arrow shit. turned the PC off while she was walking around today, so I had to reboot it and then immediately hop on. So it's like she's like, hey, no, here's all these notifications. Um, all right, trigger warning. Trigger warnings. You want me to do them or you want to do them tonight? Can you? Yes. If descriptive supposedly true stories centering around gory, real-life topics, paranormal encounters, and or anything extremely descriptive, true narratives involving terror, murders, sexual interactions, mental health, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature, if it is potentially triggering for you, then this podcast is simply not for you. You've been warned. These are real people that we're discussing also, supposedly, so keep it respectful. Um, we're on TikTok and and in YouTube and Facebook and Twitter right now. Yes. So if any of those takes us off, it's because we said a bad, bad word. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not not gonna not a so. knife. No, you know what video I'm talking I'm about? I'm allowed to say that on TikTok. <laughs> Do you know what video I'm talking about though? There's like a little kid who's like next to a pool. Oh, yeah, he's like, and he's what a knife. A knife. <laughs> and the mom goes, no! <laughs> what the heck? My computer is freaking out. What the fuck? I see it. it. My it's whole blacking sc- out every time you. That was really <laughs> weird. What the hell was that? What the hell was even that? Original. I don't know. I'm ignoring it. It seems fine now. That just freaked me out. I was like, oh my god, somebody hacked me. <laughs> freaking diet Dr Pepper cans I have on my desk. <laughs> what a mood. What a I don't gremlin. I don't like Dr. Pepper, but that's me with Coke cans. Oh, my God. I love Dr. A, a Pepper. A cold, a cold Coca-Cola. Two All right, let's see. Podcast. Oh, you, like you know what? Drink? Yeah, I do. Mm. I actually have one that I want to start on because Please it's do. a case that we have covered. Really? Casey Anthony. I Ooh, found... Oh, wait, I saw this in the doc. Please, please share. Yes. Everyone I... knows about her coming out with this documentary. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we covered the whole Casey Anthony case uh, a couple months ago. But I found on our true crime discussion, somebody posted a people.com article about Casey Anthony. And the title of the Reddit post is Casey Anthony blames her father for daughter Kaylee's death. Quote, he took her from me and he went away. So I'm going to pull up the article. Bitch, why didn't you say that from the get go? (sighs) Oh, come on. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Oh, my God. If you guys haven't watched our Casey Anthony video, go back and watch it. Um, It's very extensive. It's very in-depth. But there is a lot of nuance to it when it comes to Casey and her dad stuff that we didn't cover but you get the gist of it in our Casey Anthony video but here we go in her first on-camera interview Casey Anthony makes several explosive claims about her daughter's death Casey Anthony is finally speaking out and placing the blame for her daughter's death squarely on her father George Anthony Anthony, now 36, is telling her version of the events on Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies, a three-part limited series which begins streaming on November 29th on Peacock. In the documentary, she sits down for her first on-camera interview. In 2008, Anthony became internationally infamous after the disappearance of her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee. Six months after the girl vanished, Kaylee's remains were found in a wooded area near her family home. 
Anthony was charged with murder. During her 2011 trial, her legal team said that Kaylee had drowned in the family pool. She was infamously acquitted of murder charges. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she was infamously acquitted of murder charges on July 5th, 2011, but convicted of four counts of providing false information to law enforcement for which she served prison time. Let's see. During her extensive interview, Anthony drops several bombshells and elaborates on allegations that she had been essayed by her father, George, and her brother, Lee. Both men denied her claims in court and have never been charged. They did not return people's messages for comment. In the documentary, Anthony alleges that her father staged Kaylee's drowning in order to cover up that he may have been essaying his granddaughter. Oh, my God. Oh, I wasn't feeling that great, and I wanted to lay down, Anthony says, about June 16th, 2008, when Kaylee was last seen. Quote, I had her lay in bed with me. I was awoken by my father shaking me and asking me where Kaylee was. She continues, quote, that didn't make any sense. She would never leave my room without telling me. I immediately started looking around the house. I go outside, and I'm looking to see where she could be. He was standing there with her, she says. Quote, she was soaking wet. He handed her to me, said that it was my fault that I caused it, but he didn't rush to call 911 and he wasn't trying to resuscitate her. I collapsed with her in my arms. She was heavy and she was cold. Get this. Get this. This is the part that doesn't make any fucking sense. Quote, he takes her from me and he immediately softens his tone and says, it's going to be okay. I wanted to believe him. He took her from me and he went away. Anthony says that she went to stay with her then boyfriend, Tony Lazaro, but what? didn't tell anyone what had happened. Okay. What? This all just happened and you went to go see your boyfriend? Bitch. My kid fucking died and I'm going <laughs> to go to my boyfriend's house. Okay. Yeah. She says that she wasn't under the impression that Kaylee was dead. So wait, you why said would you leave anyway, she was unconscious. Right. I guess like she's I'm, cold. She's unresponsive. She's un yes. Nobody called nine one one. And you just I'm, handed her back to your dad. This? I mean, come on. This isn't even remotely believable. And this is this unbelievable. Is, this happened in 2008. So it's no, oh, math. It's like 15 years later, mm -hmm. something, something around those lines. And it's like all of a sudden there's just this story you want to tell. That still makes no sense. It makes no goddamn sense. Exactly. During the 31 days, I genuinely believe that Kaylee was still alive, she says. My father kept telling me that she was okay. I had to keep following his instructions. He told me what to do. I tried to act as normal as I could. When asked if she believes that Kaylee drowned in the above-ground pool, Anthony said no. There was no ladder, no way for her to shimmy up. There's no way to explain that unless George put her in the pool to cover up what he did. In the interview, Anthony makes a damning accusation against her father he'd put a pillow over my face and smother me to knock me out she says that happened several times i'm sure there were times where i was incapacitated as a child where my body was limp and lifeless anthony says that she worries that her father had moved on to s a and kaylee 
That's mm-hmm. what I think about. She says, I wish every day that I had something, I had said something to someone about something. Maybe then things would be different. That's the end of the wow. article. What a joke. Like, what listen, joke. I, I'm not making a joke out of essay. If your father genuinely did this to you and you were questioning whether this was happening to your child, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? That's what, that's the part that makes it unbelievable. I'm like, bullshit. Exactly. And then it's like, well, she was wet and she was cold and she was unresponsive. And then I handed her back to him. And then I went to go see my boyfriend for a month. That's the part that gets me. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, got what? it. Don't got it. Go, go fucking burn in hell. Crazy. Mm. Crazy. I had to read that on here. And it's not necessarily from TikTok, but uh, not from TikTok, but from Reddit. But I actually found it on Reddit. So mm. I'm putting like little exclamation. Well, that was interesting. Thank you for updating us. If you guys don't know yeah. what we're talking about, we're talking about the Casey Anthony case. Sam did an entire episode. And I want to say it was one of your three hour episodes. It was one of in- those long ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was in depth about the Casey Anthony case. It was the most up to date case that you can find today. Um, I recommend it. But that's interesting. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I'm always proud of my true crime episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm. see. Do you want me to do another one or do you want to do one? Do another one. Okay. I'm going to do one of my conversational ones. Ooh, okay. I'm ready to conversate. <laughs> Conversations. Let's see. What is something scary but beautiful at the same time. What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you're like, what's scary, but also beautiful. You guys post Mm. it in the comments in the live chat. Definitely. I would say the ocean, the ocean. (gasps) That's the first comment. The ocean. Oh, ocean. It's true. It's true. The ocean. That was my first thought too. And it's literally the, I don't know if you can see ocean. It says the ocean. That's the first one. Yeah. Let's see. It's especially scary if you're somewhere that you can't see the bottom and then you put on diving goggles or whatever to see down and just looking at some empty, scary abyss where there might be dead bodies. How would you know if there isn't? You can't see it. Bitch, have you seen that one meme that's been going around that was like, what if the ocean was like completely clear? And then when you're going over the ocean in the in like an airport, you see everything, you see all the whales and like all of the shipwrecks and everything. Oh my god, Ew, in the trenches, like you could that see forever. Goosebumps, my megalophobia cannot. <laughs> oh my god and what's worse is that you don't know how deep it is when you go down to like the keys or something the water is crystal clear yeah you can see everything you can see shipwrecks you can see the fish and they look like yep. they're like right there but it could be 40 fucking feet yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no it's fucking nasty i hate it messes with my megalophobia for sure <laughs> yeah definitely uh we also have a phobia episode if you guys don't know it's it's quite far back but one, one of the phobias that, that we covered was the ocean the ocean Mm-hmm. We have an ocean episode. <laughs> we have a lot. Let's see. The second comment was space, which oh my is God, yes. that to me. That's why my brain turns off because it's so fucking scary. I was I gonna say. I was gonna say, Katie is not a space or aliens type person. But when you think about it, you see these pictures that are coming from the new. What is it called? The oh, I don't know. The new telescope. It's like the James Webb. I think is what it's called. It's something like that. If I'm not getting the name correct, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
the pictures that come from this new telescope are phenomenal, beautiful. They look like paintings. They don't look real. But when you realize that that's what's outside of ourselves, it's like, <gasps> no, okay. Think about it. And then everyone's like, I don't know if aliens are real. There's no fucking way that they're not. Like, they're yep. so real. There's no way that we have that vast of spit. Like, what the fuck? What is it? What right. is it? What even is space? <laughs> there's it's like infinite billions, there's infinite, infinite amounts of like universes and other planets. It's like we cannot be the only one. And it's ever expanding. It's constantly it getting bigger, which yes. that to me is terrifying because oh. eventually it keeps going like this, right? It keeps expanding. Yes. It keeps getting bigger. And one day it's going to go. Psh, oh my and God. And it's going to collapse no. on itself. I hate that. <laughs> this is why I hate space. But you want to know what? That'd be a really fast death for all of us. So there's the positive in that. We just We're go all on death row question mark. <laughs> what would be your last meal? <laughs> wonder what our last day will be. You know, that's right. You got to live life like tomorrow. The whole yeah. universe is going to explode. That's how yeah. you got to live your life. But you, you want to know what's beautiful about that theory that the earth, that the, uh, not the earth, but the universe is ever expanding. And one day it will collapse on itself and it'll go it'll go from going like this to go yeah. boom that will cause the next big bang which Everybody could create another... a whole nother universe right. which is beautiful more us more people going oh it's the big bang uh creationism <laughs> actually oh <laughs> everybody's gonna be talking about it and it's because we died yeah <laughs> <laughs> there'll be people that'll be like yeah boom <laughs> and maybe oh, there were people before us <laughs> let's see oh somebody said lightning lightning that's a good one yeah because yeah, you know good one. you know from like when you're a kid and you see lightning and you're and hear thunder and you're like scared yeah. and then you become an adult and you're like this is kind of comforting i'm gonna go sit on on my yeah. front porch and i'm gonna I watch the storm. storm me too. too it's very fascinating to watch i it sounds morbid too but i like watching like hurricanes and i love watching like tornadoes oh, it's fascinating fascinating yeah, fascinating i get why people storm chase the last one that i'm gonna say it, somebody commented love terrifying oh, but also beautiful you want to know something yeah what if like i asked joey this question the other day and maybe people are going to think i'm morbid because of it but i was like joey how deep is your love for me and he was like i love you so much i would love you even if you didn't love me I was like, oh, <gasps> joey so sweet that makes me like really sappy thank oh. you yeah <laughs> you sweet like can you imagine like what if what if the person that you love the most was just like, I'm done? Would you still love them? You know, that's how yeah. deep you know your love is. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I would too. Oh, we're gonna get I would still love the you too. Even if you were like, fuck you, bitch, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do one? Yes, I do. Oh my god, listen okay. to this fucking one. Okay. I got this off of Ask Reddit, but it was creepy Ask Reddit. So there's like a oh. whole subreddit of people just sharing Ask Reddit stories. I need to follow today. that. I I found it today. All right. People who work in morgues or with the dead. What is the <gasps> creepiest thing you've witnessed? Now, this one was interesting. And I just told myself to go through the comments. I upvoted all of the comments that I liked. And I'm going to read them all to you. Okay. So the first one is. 
let's see here. Okay. I work as a motor vehicle collision analyst. This is by Exale Post X-A-L-E-P-O-S. <laughs> we get called to fatal co- uh, vehicle collisions and reconstruct what happened or caused the collision, provide analysis, and provide courts with expert testimony. I've seen a lot of deceased persons and animals. I've seen almost every wretched way a human can die in a collision. However, there is one that stays with me every fall. Late October, I get called out to a fatal single co- vehicle accident. The driver was traveling through a shallow S-curve, but going too fast. She was not able to negotiate the first turn, and her vehicle enters into critical velocity. The wheels buckle on the passenger side, and she rolls. She was not wearing her seatbelt, and the first roll was partially ejected out the driver's side window, so her head is sticking out of the window. Her skull was crushed between the outside of the door and the road. So she (gasps) has her head like outside the window, and it goes... Oh my, God. oh, my God. Unbelievable. And continued to flop, partially ejected as the vehicle roll. The skull was split from her eye, left to the right ear behind her ear. This caused her brain matter to be strewn about the road and car. Her body was eventually thrown from the vehicle and came to rest on the side of the road. Oh One aspect God. of the job requires an inspection of the bodies to look for evidence. I approach the body that is facing upright on her back. The skull was very open, and I could clearly see the inside cavity of the skull with no brain. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh oh my God. brain was deposited in chunks on the road and had a distinct smell. The scene didn't bother me at the time. I was more fascinated than anything, though. And apologies, because I think the reader is a lot more desensitized to death than I am. But they go, a few hours later, I get a call from my wife just asking how the day's going. I told her I was on a scene and couldn't talk too long. She then asks if I will be working late tonight or be on home time because kids want to be want to carve pumpkins. Never <gasps> oh, my God. Again. That's so gross, <laughs> but so fucking true. And oh someone else God. commented underneath. What do you think about that one? I thought that one was wild. It's the way the whole time that you were reading that. I'm like, how Ugh. does somebody go to a job and see things like that on a daily basis yes. and then go about normal everyday life? Yes. That's what, it's I'm saying. Crazy. That's what I'm saying. Someone commented back and said, uh, or this is by FBI alternate account. I have a similar story. Only the guy survived and it was his leg and not his head being crushed. Oh, I should also preface this by saying I used to love ribs. Easily my best food by far. <laughs> so I was a road captain for my motorcycle club. and We were having a local sport bike coalition ride. 300 bikes easily. So we were taking turns doing road guard excuse me to get everyone safely onto the highway well usually the guys who go first will start and then as clubs progress they will run up and catch their club one guy's decided to race way ahead and just sit over the crown of the hill we were going over and no one could see him long story short trying to catch up on the broadside a broadside of him and his leg was split open from ankle so his foot to mid femur and your femur's all the way up here with your thigh. Oh my god. That's disgusting. Most disgusting. Everyone, disgusting. Everyone oh my in my god. club was military with everyone being a medic or at the very least a combat lifesaver trained in stabilizing people to wait for the medics. So we immediately get triage done and have him in a turkinet and stabilized everything trying to keep him out of shock. The guy gets loaded into the ambulance and we find out pretty quick that he's going to be okay despite how bad his leg was lacerated. Unbeknownst to me, 
My loving wife has spent hours making a truly delicious extra saucy rack of ribs because she loves me. <laughs> I get home and despite my best efforts can only manage a few bites. Almost oh, 10 minutes later and I can now eat ribs, but only if they have zero sauce. Disgusting. Oh man. But I, I know it. I can just imagine something like that happening. And luckily, like everybody around is like military and has some sort of like medical yeah, experience. And then everybody's just taking their belt off. <laughs> be like, oh, I got the tourniquet. I got the tourniquet. Everybody, I need a scalpel, scalpel. And like everyone's like rolling up. Like, the guy is lucky to have those military people there with oh, him. Oh, for He's sure. Like, definitely. He that one's definitely not as bad though. But that's that guy sounds yeah. really lucky that he didn't he yeah. didn't cut ephemeral artery yeah not cut oh, a femoral yeah. artery definitely all right this one comes from helm spicy i work with a lot okay. of hospice parents oh this one's really sad i work with a lot of hospice patients so death is a common occurrence in my field one night when one of my patients had literally just passed the phone rang it was the daughter hundreds of miles away oh. who had never checked in on the mom and the whole time that she was in on my care, she sounded panicked and asked if mom was okay. That timing always weirded me out because it really seemed like she somehow knew something happened Ew. to her mom. That's gross. Mm -hmm. Who near the end was confused and constantly insisted that she needed to find her daughter. Oh. I don't like that. that. My mom, are you, was that the last of that? I don't want to interrupt yeah, no. you in a story. My mom just commented. She has told me this story since I was a teenager. She saw a guy on a motorcycle run into the back of a tractor trailer, and the handlebar of the motor motorcycle went through the guy's neck. And she was she was the car right behind the motorcycle. Oh my god! Yeah terrifying oh my literal god did you have to like go to court and witness and say like you witnessed all of that oh my god i have no idea oh these cats are going nuts do you oh, see oh my god did you see <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna make a reel out of that that was funny <laughs> who the hell was that they were like five feet in the air normally it's junior who does Ooh. that i'm not sure wow junior he's really coming out of his shell huh <laughs> he's an anxious cat uh i don't know if that guy survived probably not from the probably way that my mom not. has has Straight described it i don't neck. think so oh my god i actually had horrible. a similar situation when when I was still living in Florida and I was still with my ex, I was driving him to work one day. One of the cars was like broken down or something and it needed some work done. And he he worked at uh, UPS. And so he had to be there like really early in the morning to like load the load the UPS trucks. Right. Yeah. And we were on our way for me to drop him off. And on the way, like we met the ambulances at this really horrific car accident where somebody was ejected from the car oh. and it was like the ambulances were just pulling up and I saw the person on the ground oh that had been ejected God, from the vehicle oh and God. that's horrific oh mom said they didn't need me because there were other witnesses he didn't survive mm. damn that yeah the experience that i had that was terrifying i i couldn't drive home for a good hour because i was can y'all chill out <laughs> they, I mean, they're all bushy tailed and planet. everything oh they got the we call that toilet brush tail my mom and i call it tbt, <laughs> TBT mom tbt because baxter gets tbt <laughs> let's see do you want to keep going or do you want me to do one you do one 
All right, let's see. I'm going to do one of my really... Can y'all chill the hell out? No, absolutely not. They've got like the big eyes, like they're like they're on <laughs> drugs. You see big eyes vibes. Can you calm down, sir? Please. He's ready to roll. Meow. Meow. Excuse me. I've got so many apps open. Hold on a second. Well, you're good. Take your time. All right, let's see. I'm gonna do my first link because I think that that one was a good one. Come on, catch up phone. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. Okay. Hello. This is from <clears throat> this is from Ask Reddit. And the question was, how does it feel to take a human life? <gasps> Doctors, military, criminals, life or death, etc. And this person said, this is user Dread Clyde. More than 20 years ago, I intervened in a street mugging assault possible r-word situation two men assaulting a woman where i ended up being where i ended up stabbed but i also killed one of the assailants whoa it was an absolutely horrible experience made even more horrible by the fact that the victim of the assault later uh unalived herself apparently out of shame this happened on a business trip in a foreign country which made it even worse as i had no one i knew to seek comfort from the incident was recorded on cctv which confirmed my story but to this day i still cannot fully recall my time in court what the police officers look like or really anything for the next six months i thought about the incident and especially the victim all the time i would get nauseated cry for no reason in the weirdest settings and was emotionally numb for almost a year my coach uh a taekwondo coach rescued me by letting me live with him and take talking to me forcing me to put my words into feelings letting me be sad angry afraid and everything we trained a lot as well in that uh, combination of being almost pushed to both mental, emotional, and physical exhaustion got me through to the other side. It took almost a year of me living with him and his wife. So no criminal charges, no criminal record, nothing, hmm. but huge personal consequences on the emotional level. At the same time, I was sure I would slash could never intervene in a similar situation again. And I did have quite a lot of social anxiety if I saw agitated people when going out, but I have since gotten over that. He's brave for intervening. And everybody in the replies is just like, you're an absolute hero. Literally. You know? Yeah. Everyone crazy. knows it's like, oh, if you intervene, you're gonna get stabbed or you're gonna get in trouble. You know, right. they were brave, especially in another country. Oh my god. I yeah. Like, yeah I How brave. This is from the same Reddit thread. <clears throat> How does it feel to take a human life? And this is from user D-E-A-G-H. I don't know how to pronounce that. This isn't exactly what you're asking, as it was more quote, I set things into motion to stop prolonging a life, but I'll share it anyways. Hmm. My mom arrested like cardiac arrest when she was in the hospital being diagnosed with a very late stage cancer. We were poor. She hadn't had a physical since God knows when they brought her back because she didn't have a DNR. 
so a do not resuscitate. Mm. So they brought her back because she didn't have a do not resuscitate. But she had been gone too long and she never regained consciousness. She had no living will or other instructions. So I had to sign paperwork to have the ventilator turned off. I was 18 and my dad had died years before her. She lasted a week before her body died. That whole week I spent swinging between hoping against hope that she would wake up and thinking that, oh, she's brain dead and her body just needs to catch up. So I was hoping it would just all, it it would just happen already because she was breathing. I still had hope that she might wake up and then I'd have a mom again. Mm. I'm 52 now. She's been gone for about two thirds of my life. When I think logically, I know I made the right decision. There was never a blip of brain activity that entire week, but sometimes that terrified 18-year-old makes an appearance and screams at me that I killed my mother. Oh, my God. You know who that makes me think of? I know exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know exactly who that – and that's kind of why I shared it because (sighs) I was like – Exactly what I'd imagine it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to do one more or you want to Please do. do. I'm enjoying this. Okay. Danny says I have a good voice for radio. You do. I'm like I said, well, thanks. That makes that, that means I have an ugly audio. face. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Open link. Hotel cleaners of Reddit. What is the weirdest thing that you have found Ooh. in a person's room? And this is user Malma L forever a loaded gun in the nightstand in a room with two toddlers a little (gasps) cup for sauce but instead of sauce there was cum in it a giant ring of salt on the carpet like straight out of supernatural a toilet completely filled with chewing tobacco so much so that it was clogged a mom locked her one-year-old daughter outside of the room leaving her to bang on the door crying for way too long People frequently wipe their asses with our towels. And I once had a homeless person up on the seventh floor raiding my cart trying to steal my belongings, not for soap or any hygiene products, which I would have happily gave him. So he was just trying to steal her stuff? Yeah, that was in the the car. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whew. All right. Okay. That was a lot in a very short comment. <laughs> but like the first three, I thought this was all in the same hotel room. I was like, that's what, what everybody that's what everybody in the replies said. Just like I thought this was okay, all in the same know. room. <laughs> still, that's still crazy. God. All right. You want me to do some? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I actually had one more to read from the thing, I think. Hold on. Oh right, yeah, wait. okay. This one is fucked up beyond belief. I watched two young children corpses fry with electricity. <gasps> We responded to an electrocution. Fault caused electricity to be traveling down the stabilizing cables of the electrical pole. A little kid touched that cable and got shocked, causing his hand to grasp it tighter. And his little buddy must have seen it and grabbed him. By the time he got there, they were both gone and still electrified. We couldn't safely approach until the electricity department cut the power. So we sat there and watched these little bodies twitch and spark. It was a horror movie. That's horrible. Oh, my God. How do you go oh. about living your life after seeing something like that? <clears throat> I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I've never seen anything like that. And I can imagine that if I did, I would never be the same. Me either. Ever. Oh, my God. <sighs> Three girls in my area hit a utility pole at a high speed. This is what happened. 
a retired fireman happened to see the accident. One of the girls was already gone, one was in bad shape, and the driver was in shock. He called for help and pulled over. Seeing a downed wire, he warned the girl not to get out. In a mix of panic and shock, she didn't heed his warnings and got out of the car. She stepped on a live wire, electrocuted (gasps) herself, and set the entire car on fire. The guy couldn't do anything to save the girl, screaming in the car as it burned because he would have risked getting electrocuted as well. All three of the girls passed away, and I feel the worst for the man that had to watch it all happen. That's terrible. Right. Because in those situations, you genuinely can't do anything because no. you're, it's like a death sentence. If, yeah. If there's an, a live wire anywhere. Actually, I saw a post on Reddit yesterday mm-hmm. and it was in some like random hunting subreddit, which I didn't follow, but it was like recommended to me. Oh, boy. <clears throat> And they were like, yeah, I came across something creepy in the woods and it was five dead deer <gasps> and they had posted pictures and they were like, first, I thought this was something like completely out of the norm. There was actually a downed power line and oh. all of the deer got electrocuted. Oh my God. And it was like, n- only one of them was right next to the line, but the rest of them was because they were touching each other. Oh man. <laughs> it's sad. It is sad. Well, that would have creeped the hell out of me, though. I would have been like, what yeah. are you all sitting here together? And he, was, he was like, if I would have taken two more steps. Oh, Susan said that that was on the news. Oh, really? Oh, dang. Did you fucking see what else was on the news? I that don't fucking watch- plane that you shared the other day in oh. friends? Bitch, what the fuck? <clears throat> that, that is the serious shit I've ever seen. Terrifying. Oh, my God. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we have a private Facebook group yes. on Facebook, a Facebook group on Facebook, Facebook called Ghoul Friends, where we just post like memes. We post videos. I've been posting videos of like, um, like video games that we're considering playing, like scary video yeah. games. So uh, it, that's another way that you guys can contact us, communicate with us. And yeah. we post a lot of spooky stuff mm-hmm. over there if you ever want to join. And I posted a video that came across my for you page of yeah, two planes gliding. And I don't know if it was at like some festival or something. It was in Dallas, Dallas, Texas airport, I believe. Cause I looked yeah. into it. I was like, what the fuck is this real? And they like, ran into each other. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine? That's like a hundred. No, more like 200 people. I don't know if it was like a private plane. I think I it have was no idea. It was big yeah. and they all died. Awful. Like, oh what my the God. Fuck? I, I didn't like I don't know my brain cannot process that that can really happen for some reason it's yeah. just so can you imagine witnessing that no and it was like it would the post that I made was uh it was two different videos from two different angles from two different people yeah. and both of these people were just like there's no way that this is happening right now no way. and like when no they way. first bump into each other you're like oh it looks okay like they're good everybody's gonna be okay yeah. the plane will just come down and and everybody's going to be all right. And then the big plane goes boom. Yes. And it it's exploded like, and set on fire. That was wild. And then people were like, Lord, have mercy. Like, I don't even know what the fuck I would say in that moment. They look like they were in like the people that were recording were like in a grocery store parking yes, lot or something along those lines. And it's like, mm. can mm-hmm. you imagine just going to the grocery store and then seeing that? Oh, bro. Oh. Yeah. Just going about your day, bro. Mm-mm. I can't. No, thank you. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going or you want to go? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Let's see. 
All right, I also have, I, I labeled it two creepy comments. Let's see. Let's see what I got here. <laughs> All right, this is on Ask Reddit. A man once said, this is by Ad Maher. A man once said, if you want a good story, just ask any random person if there was an ever an event in their life that they cannot explain. Someone almost always has one weird thing that happened to them. So Reddit, regardless of whatever you believe about the world, what's your story? And I liked one of the comments that was wild. Let me see. Here we go. Back in college by Splint Punch Beef. <laughs> <laughs> I hate reading their names because it just takes me out of it. Back in college, some friends and I were renting a house near campus. It had a walk-up attic that were that we were going to convert to another bedroom, but decided against it because everyone felt creeped out up there. We ended up putting a heavy trunk wedged in the next uh nudged in the wedged in the next to a large bookcase in front of the door to make sure no guests accidentally opened it up and went in there. One day, when we came home from a party, my buddy tripped over the trunk that was now partially sticking out from the wall. We were confused as hell, wondering who pulled the trunk away from the wall. We turned on the lights and noticed some paint chips and pieces of wood all over the trunk and the floor. It looked like someone had been slamming the attic door against the trunk, <sighs> trying to push it away uh, so they could get ew. out. But they gave up or something because it wedged itself against the bookcase. It was a shitty neighborhood, so we freaked out about thinking a crackhead or somebody had tried to break in. We gathered ourselves and found enough blunt, sharp objects to give us the confidence to check it out. <laughs> we went up there, and there was literally nothing. No crackheads, no squatters, no windows, no chimney, no missing roof, nothing. No way for someone to get in or out. Our attic door slammed against a heavy trunk hard enough to splinter part of the wood seemingly by itself for no reason weird that would freak me the fuck out that makes me think of that time that we went up to the attic and found a piece of freaking drywall on top of our yeah. shit and brenda was like well doesn't the landlord have access to come he does but you have it's legal that you have to put give 24 hours notice yeah oh you wouldn't and have just like, done it fuck? he can't just like come in here and put shit on top of our shit <laughs> oh that freaks me out yeah, you know you know there's like stories of people that find out that someone was squatting in their attic for like months. i know they send oh. you those <laughs> ones really bother you that's so bothersome <laughs> like, this is somebody oh, living in the God. walls i would throw up i used to feel like somebody was watching me from the vent in my bedroom you know what i mean because there's like oh. the hole there's the blackness and everything <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of kent and like the eyeball from the floorboard yes Ew. what the fuck he finds the creepiest shit oh my god okay <laughs> This is by Goat Sandwich 43. <laughs> Me. <laughs> when I was young, I had a strange love of Bollywood musicals, even though I don't speak the language in the movies. I used to watch one every Saturday, so I had seen a lot of them. When my grandfather died years later, I had a dream where I was having a conversation with my family like a normal day, and I noticed my grandfather standing in the corner of the room. And remember, he had just died, just kind of hanging out. But for some reason, the dream took on an eerie vibe, like my mind knew if he shouldn't be there. And the song, Man Yahan Hoon, was in the background. If you look up the lyrics, they translate to, quote, I'm the only one in your thoughts now. 
I'm in all the answers and in the questions too. I live in every dream of yours. I'm in the lights of your eyes and you see me wherever you look. I'm here. I'm here. Very weird though, because I would not associate my grandfather with Bollywood or that song, but my brain couldn't have chosen any song I'd heard yet. And it chose one of the creepiest lyrics. That kind of makes you wonder, is there such a thing as Spirit. the afterlife yeah <laughs> yeah and that's what kind of makes me spiral a little bit but we won't get into that <laughs> not today not today baby <laughs> your turn all right Let's oh see. by Ooh. the way i just wanted to say because i remembered and i don't want to forget that we're taking off next wednesday for yes. uh for thanksgiving thanksgiving so we won't be here next week but we're hoping to get some gaming live streams yes. and um so if you don't know about our gaming channel sorry to cut you off there no you don't know about our gaming channel we have a gaming channel that we just launched that we're going to be putting all of our podcast content onto that we originally recorded to the podcast account we have outlast streams we have sim streams we have fucking what else have we played streams i think we fucking played outlast have fortnite we play all sorts of games yeah outlast outlast 2 we're going to be playing a couple more horror scary stories I want to I, I, I need to narrow it down because I've got a couple that I want to play so I need to narrow it down I need to show you the ones that I'm saving on Facebook but yeah we have two ghouls gaming you can find us on YouTube and it should be featured in our channels on our on our main channel right now go ahead after Let's you see. I have one that's a short comment and this is from ask reddit what's one thing scary or not that disturbs you on a different level and this person, Calypso, that is a slur. Um, we won't give credit then. If Calypso, slur, it's understand. a it's a G word. If y'all know what I'm talking about, y'all know. Mm. Calypso, G word, danger. It's technically a slur. A lot of people don't know that it I is a slur. But um, when a massive tree uproots... The sheer size and knowing it was never meant to be seen. The uh, Then people stand next to them for a perspective shot and I just cannot. I know it's nuts, but I genuinely get freaked out. Now, I saved that comment. Um, oh, David, we'll, we'll add you on Facebook. Uh, not Facebook. Oh, Jesus. We'll Hello, you brain. We'll add you on Fortnite. Um, okay. We'll yeah. That. I'll do that tonight. I posted that comment in the Google Doc because it made me think about <clears throat> what was the last hurricane that uh, is not the last hurricane. There's been more. There was one within the probably the past five years that came through our area and we were down in Kilmar. Oh, I don't know if you want me to say it. <laughs> it's okay. we, were we were down down. Maybe it was when we were there for your wedding. I don't know, but it was like we were coming off of Grandpa's road, like off uh -huh. of the road that he lived on. Like I want to tell yeah. you street names, but I can't do that on the live stream. <laughs> and I can picture exactly the street. Yeah, and and then so we're going towards town, and there's this like big white house, and there's this giant tree that is knocked oh. over, and like the roots 
are, I think are, I remember this do shit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. Oh I remember. God, unlocked a memory in my brain. Weird, right? Disturbing. That tree was wild. That was huge. huge. It was huge. And then like the roots of it were like way bigger than what you would yeah. imagine it would have been. And yeah. there's like a house right here and a house right here. Yeah. And the tree fell just in a perfect way to oh where it wouldn't God, have hit yes. any of the houses that it was near. It was just. Oh my God, I forgot all about that. Yeah. I'm glad that you know what the hell I'm talking about. Time. It sat there for a very long time. Yes. And I think that's why I remember it. Yeah. It, it happened during <laughs> one of those hurricanes, but it, mm-hmm. it was left there for a long, long mm-hmm. time. Disturbing. I mm-hmm. don't like it. You should look up pictures of trees falling Ow. over. I want them to understand. Y'all don't understand. If you don't live near trees. (laughs) If you live in the desert, you won't get it. If you've never seen a fucking tree. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Why do I have to bing to go to Google? This computer was asking me to bing early. I'm like, bing yourself, bitch. (laughs) I hate bing. Please knock down and storm. You remember that giant war that we had with like Bing and Google when we were in like seventh grade or something? I guess you would have been in like I don't know ninth, tenth. It was like, do you choose Bing or Google? And it was like Uh, uh, nobody chooses Bing. (laughs) Everybody was choosing Bing at the time, like this, like this, like you open that whole bitch and never come out. And you could this is a road on and seal yourself in. This is a road, and it still up. It's still like, uh, oh, I don't there's like that. something that is just so unsettling That's disgust- about this. Oh, sort of no, thing. no, no. I don't like how big it is. Too. I bet you it plays into your megalophobia. Megalophobia. Yeah, I bet you 100%. it does. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm-mm-mm. It's like, I could, oh, what the heck? <gasps> Ew. Okay. I don't oh, like that's it. Weird. Is that real? It's, I don't know, but it's, <laughs> so saying, it's terrifying. <laughs> God damn. You hear them? You hear them squealing? Oh, yes, I do. You know what? I actually have to pee. If you want to read one of yours, I'll be right back. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. All right, what's a creepy fact? And now I upvoted all of the ones that I thought that you guys would like. So let's read it. This was written by Noisy Strawberry on Ask Reddit. What's a creepy fact? Excuse my child and my husband having a good time in the other room. All right. The first one says 88% of child essay crimes are not reported. 63% of R words are not reported. One in three murders are never solved. Growing up, it was disturbing how often I knew that kids were essayed. Like one in 10 or something. It was scary. Someone said, this is by boring repeat 4530. Until 1986, doctors did not think that babies could feel pain, and they performed surgeries on infants without anesthesia. Isn't that awful? Let's see. Scrolling down. A village in Kazakhstan has a sickness where large amounts of people will just randomly fall asleep sometimes for days at a time. I'm going to have to read Sam that first one again because that one was crazy. Hey. Hey, listen to this. 88% of child essay are not reported. 
Ew. 63% of our words are not reported. And one in three murders are never solved. Did you know that, true crime queen? I Isn't that did disturbing not. as fuck? That is. I also told them until 1986. This 86, bitch. I don't know if I believe this, though. Doctors did not think babies could feel pain. And they performed surgeries on infants without anesthesia. <gasps> bitch. Uh, I could say something, but that's, like, too <sighs> controversial. I think you know what I'm talking about. But I do. Like- I do. I also had the same thought when I was when I was reading that. I was like, mm. babies can't feel pain. Mm. But okay. I won't go down there. I won't go down that road. Yeah, no, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, my freaking setup. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. All right. You want to keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I, I do. Okay. Go, okay, go, okay. Go. What's a creepy fact? I already read that. So what's something scary that can actually happen? This comes from Ask Reddit as well. It was reposted in Creepy Ask Reddit, which I appreciated. Thank you, Susan. It was, it was great. Oh no, I haven't really been nice. reading the chat tonight. I do apologize, guys. She we said can... your work, your work is getting better all the time. That was so kind. Oh, that's really <clears> sweet. <throat> Thank you, Susan. All right. What's the scariest thing that can happen in real life? This is written by 66 Star Wars fan. <laughs> is this I Danny? Feel so stupid <laughs> is it Danny? <laughs> All right. Oh, good night, honey. I love you. Sunny. She said, ha, ha, ha. I heard her. Sonny's going to bed and she's going to be two in the morning. This time oh, yeah, two years ago, birthday. my water broke. And I was crying and I busted open the door and I said, Joey, it's time. And we finally got in the car. I know. Finally, I was crying. I was like, yes. And I jumped in the shower, washed my hair, and I went and popped out a baby two hours later via C-section. Good time. What a queen. I love you. My favorite baby in the whole world because I'm only having one. (laughs) I love you. Bye bye. (laughs) All right. Listen to this. Bye bye. Create a new account 654. So I'm assuming already that this is a throwaway. When I was five, my friend was kidnapped a few feet from her house and R worded to death. When I was 30, the five year old next door was kidnapped, R worded, murdered, dismembered, and hastily stuffed in a basement by the next door neighbor on my other side. Is that not the most horrific thing you've ever heard in your life? Oh my God. I was almost too scared to read that out loud because I was like, this is dark. Someone said another one would be coming home to a S word to a unaliving. Yeah, that's definitely one of the worst brain aneurysm. Symptoms don't really get picked up until it's too late. And someone said, yep, my mom had one that I wasn't picked up on MRI scans when she was having due to severe headaches. Doctors told her she had migraines. Then one day it burst and she spent three weeks in a coma and three months in a hospital. Oh, my God. Someone else said, this is do butterscotch 985. <laughs> Losing track of what you actually want to do because you were in a somewhat comfortable place at the time. Now, this comes into my existential dread. <laughs> really makes you question yourself a lot when it starts slowly dawning on you that you haven't noticed the past years just fly by while everything was meant to just be temporary, like at a job or something. Right. Someone said, then you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking, racing around to come up behind you again. The sun is yep. the same in a relative way, but you're older, shorter of breath, and one day closer to death. Is that yep. not- gnarly? Uh. Get out of I here. did 
didn't need that realization. I didn't need that right now. <laughs> Someone else is true. Tired. I used to live for the day when life would start. This is what I'm talking about. This is terror to me. <laughs> Living your life without feeling like if you died tomorrow, like you would feel okay with yourself. Like, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. The sun is chasing us. The, the sun, sun is chasing us. We're going to die and we don't that's know a, when. That's That's horrible. really a good way to put it though. That yes. the sun is chasing us. Yes. The yeah. sunrise is chasing us. The sunset is the end. And then, you know, the, the sunrise is chasing yeah. us again through the night. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Why is this so fucking heavy? <laughs> it is heavy. Okay. I used to live for the day when my life would quote start lamented the circumstances of my current status life day in and day out. That day never comes. All we have is now. And in the words of the great Jack Kuriak, because in the end you won't remember the time you spent working in the office or mowing your lawn, climb that goddamn mountain. Fucking yes. Bitch, that's why we're fucking doing this fucking podcast. I will never fucking go back to my <sighs> nine to five life, my three jobs. No, fucking mm -mm. no. We're no. look at this us. This is it, baby. This is it, baby. And you guys are with us. Thank you for joining two yes. podcasts. I mean, literally really all of you guys. You're making two moms, two two wives, two cousins so happy. When you humanize us. Genuinely, it's, like, it's not even something that you can put into words. Not. Having people that support you in, in your endeavors oh, and your amazing. entrepreneurship. And it's like, it, it's like, yeah, we want this to be a thing and like a business. And we don't ever want to go back to our yeah. nine to five. But I hope you guys know this is something that we genuinely love. We genuinely love interacting with you guys. We genuinely love doing this content. Sometimes it gets overwhelming. Sometimes it's a little much because we have a lot that we have to take care of. But yeah. at the end of the day, it feels like we're finally being ourselves. And the yes. only reason that we're able to be ourselves is because people like that are here in the chat you. have given us the space yes. to be ourselves. Absolutely. We love you guys. Which is really cool. I went I on that tangent about how I love you guys. Like we could get emotional on the change channel tonight because I, I love being emotional with Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one comes from De La Fluid. <laughs> Personally, losing someone I love, especially someone that wasn't supposed to go. Like you have grandparents and older relatives, and you know, even though it's sad, they're gonna go one day. Even your parents, you know that one day they're gonna leave. But someone like a sibling or someone who's similar age to you or your spouse or your significant other, and especially someone who is younger than you, that shit's just not supposed to happen, you know? Like, obviously, I know that it's entirely possible, but, like, it's just not supposed to happen, if you know what I mean. Someone yeah. said, for sure, my kid brother was 23 when he drowned. That dude was so full of life and potential. It's been 10 years now, and it still doesn't feel like his passing is full reality. Have you ever had someone die and you're just like, no, that was not ever supposed to happen. You know what the you know what's crazy? Oh, thank you, Spencer. Hi, That's Spencer. Really nice. <laughs> Whoa. Also, so kind. Death Row Last Meals is here too. Hello. Oh, look, she's hi. here on YouTube. Aww. Hi. Thank you. Thank um, you for joining. It's crazy that that's even brought up. Danny has a friend, uh, and I'm not gonna say any names, but Danny has a friend who two days ago. His friend is, is our age. He lost his wife. Oh, my God. Just out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Out of God. nowhere. And mm. 
they live in New York City and they're having a memorial for her today. Oh, Sam, that's awful. And it's oh, just God. like we were we were talking about it and he was like, I just cannot imagine one day going to bed and then the next day you're gone. Oh, I can't. You know, I like, and, and as partners, that's something that you talk about. Like, I, I don't know about y'all, but like, oh, for absolutely. Me, yeah. Because we talk about the things that we would want, yeah. the things that we would want for our children, the things that we would want for ourselves. Those are, they're, they're uncomfortable conversations, but it's like mm -hmm. things that you kind of have to talk about. You it's do. a reality. Mm -hmm. And he especially if you like, have kids, definitely. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yep. And it's just oh, like, yeah. I cannot imagine waking up one day and not having my person that know. is my, that's my worst fear that hands down megalophobia aside oh, that shit takes the back seat i that know that is yeah. my worst fear mm -hmm. when it comes to my person and my kids oh yeah it 100%. just it scares the ever-loving shit out of me and there's no control that you have over it I would Which makes it even more scary. Yeah. I would literally become a shell of myself. I can't imagine that I would live life anything remotely similar to how I live it now. I told Danny, I was like, I would have to be institutionalized. I don't think that I would be able to make it. Bitch, yeah, sign me up. I'd be right in there with you. Uh huh. I'd be like, oh, uh, death certificate is signed. Take me to the loony bin. Bro, I that is stuff. Not I to be funny, but no, like seriously. No, it's true. Like literally, I sit here and I think to myself. If something happened to the people that are in my inner circle, I would not go on the way that I am. And no. I don't know if that means I should change my life or something, but like legitimately, if anything like that happened, I would never be the same. I've never had anybody that's like close in age. I know that I was close yeah. with that past. happened to Joey a lot. A lot of his uh, classmates. Uh, oh, a lot. lot of mine have too. A lot of mine have passed away, whether it be drugs or yeah. gangs or guns or Pews. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of my classmates from high school have passed away, but none mm -hmm. that I was really close with. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I know. And that's Not how you somebody... know it's going to fucking do like right in the yeah. it does happen. Holy shit. I'm so not prepared. Oh, my God. But yeah. So I thought I would share some of those more existential type comments because yeah. that's really scary, folks. That's, that's a scary real. part about life. Yeah. Ugh. Shit, that's way more scary than a ghost story ever will be. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm actually done with all my stories. So okay. if you just want to take, Let me take see. Jesus take the wheel, question mark. Who? <laughs> 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 Jesus is here. Oops. Jesus is actually Samantha this whole time. Samantha. <laughs> I haven't called you Samantha in a very long time. Samantha. That's what y'all used to call me. <laughs> Katie and her brothers, they used to, because I'm the, I'm the oldest out of yeah. all of the cousins. It was always Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ask Reddit. Uh, overnight workers, gas stations, security, etc. What is the most scary, crazy thing that you've seen? Um, I don't know how to say this person's username. It's all right. Just spell it. Cylons in a police box. I'm at a. I'm at work and I'm doing my rounds. I usually have one earbud in listening to podcasts. Thanks. <laughs> to make the night go by faster. So I'm listening to case files and shining my light looking for anything suspicious. That's when I spot a pair of feet 
by the <gasps> dumpster. In the dumpster? By the dumpster. Oh my god, okay. Okay. I'm in I pull my phone and I pull up the local police department number ready to just dial just in case. I slowly round the dumpster announcing security and notifying the person they are trespassing on private property. Dude doesn't budge. So I step closer, telling this person to step out from behind the dumpster. Still, no movement. So I step around and shine my light on this dude, only to discover that it was just a pair of shoes someone threw away. They didn't toss them in the dumpster because it was full. Shit. Could you imagine, though, like working like a night shift somewhere in your security and you see that? Oh, shit myself. Me too. Jesus Christ. Let's see. I think I actually have one more. Okay. And this is this is a good one. Oh god. And this is a potential SW. Uh Katie, if you want to say that word, you can, but I ain't gonna say it. Skinwalker. Yeah. Joey's in here. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> he like came in really quietly. I was like, shut up, Sam's talking. Continue. Okay. So this is my last one. And it's by <laughs> user. Mayonnaise mittens. <laughs> and this is from the subreddit paranormal. Our paranormal. Okay. This is kind of a long story. I'm going to try and keep it as short as possible. I just recently moved to Oklahoma. Recently, I keep having very uncomfortable experiences outside, especially in the evening or nighttime. It started when I went to go put laundry in the wash one day. We have a laundry room attached to our building, and it was broad daylight, so I wasn't exactly feeling nervous about anything. I got about 20 feet from the wall of uh, the walkway to the washroom, and I smelled the worst rotting animal smell i've ever Mm -hmm. smelt in my life not only that as soon as i smelt it i got the strongest fight or flight reaction i've ever felt i ran back to my unit locked the door and had a small anxiety attack i waited about 15 or 20 minutes before going back out and when i did there was no smell and i felt normal Fast forward about a week later, my husband and I were outside at about 1 a.m. smoking a cigarette, and we heard what sounded like a dying dog. We live right off of a major interstate, so we assumed that an animal must have been hit. We started walking towards the direction of this noise, sort of a wheezing whine and terribly sad noise. When we got to the edge of our parking lot, as we got onto the pavement, the wheezing dog noise turned into what sounded like an owl hooting. (gasps) I understand owls make strange noises. I was raised in Texas. I've heard many, but this was not an owl. The longer that we listened to it, the more it sounded like a person (gasps) trying to mimic an owl. What? My cousin, my, my husband called, I almost said cousin. Husband. <laughs> my cousin. My, you and me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My <laughs> husband called out, hey, is someone here? Pretty loudly and just silence was the response. What? We stood quiet a few moments before the owl noise completely stopped and the sound of a unnatural laugh echoed from the trees the only way that i can describe this noise is that it was like when a deaf person laughs like they can't hear how they sound so it just sounds kind of a bit off i don't mean to sound rude at all truly that's just the only way that i know how to describe it it felt like ice water was in my veins as soon as i heard it both of us just felt extreme fear in that moment and we ran back into the house 
I could explain off all of these things if I hadn't seen what I see next. A few days later, I was outside smoking around 7 p.m., and I saw two men walking on the side of the street where I heard the noise a few nights prior. They walked past the trees a little ways, but then stopped. It was dust, so light was low. One of them turned on their phone light and shined it into the trees before jumping back. Both men took off in a full sprint away from the tree line. I have no idea what they saw. I didn't hear anything, but there was pure fear. The most frustrating part was that I was looking right at them and I saw absolutely nothing. Fast forward about a week later, I get a text while I'm at work and my husband is telling me that he heard our daughter talking and laughing in the field across the street. He was 100% sure it was her until he realized that she was inside her room. He said it sounded just like her. Fast forward again a few days later, I found dried blood on my door jam, as well as scratches near my doorknob and more dried blood at the bottom of my door. Excuse me. I burped. (laughs) My neighbor had their internet cables cut and told me that someone had tried to open their door the night that it happened and then slammed their body against the door trying to break in. My neighbor said that he forced himself out the door ready to confront whoever was there, but there was no one. We constantly hear things on the roof, things in the alley behind our place. Our dog will run to the door at random hours and sniff and growl like someone is there. I have probably made a mistake by calling out to this thing, whistling at night, trying to antagonize it because I desperately want a recording. I have one recording of its noises. It sounds like an owl, but towards the end, there's a low inexplicable moan that Mm. comes from the same place that the owl sounds are coming from. It's hard to hear and ends very abruptly. I don't feel like this is good enough. No one believes me, but something is out there. It knows I know it. I feel it watching me. If I curse at it or try to lure it out, it goes completely silent or does that horrible laugh. I can never seem to catch the laugh or any of the noises. As soon as I hit record, it usually stops. I don't know how to explain this, but I know I'm not crazy. Please, if someone can help me, I really want to know what this thing is. I have pictures of the blood on my door, the scratches in the video of the owl sound slash moan. I just feel like no one will take this seriously. It always smells like a corpse when it's around. Mm. That's the biggest sign that something isn't right. I brought it up to one of my indigenous coworkers and he said, quote, Leave it be, wash the blood from your door, and stop trying to talk to it. He wouldn't tell me anything else. I don't know if this is a Wendy boy or an SW or something else entirely, but I have never felt such dread and fear as I do when I hear or smell it out there. Please, someone, anyone, if you know what this is, please tell me. I'm not losing my mind. And if it's real, how do I make it go away? What the fuck? Yine. Scary. Big yine. Terrifying. (laughs) What the fuck? Reading that, I have goosebumps down my arms. I'm so bothered by that. That's I and I believe it. I believe it. You can can feel the emotion. Why those fucking stories about the shit in the woods gets to me, dude? Because it is every time. Every time. 
always. God damn it. <laughs> well, this was a fun episode. I had this a was. Scary I'm, really, I'm, you. I'm genuinely surprised that I got through all my Reddit stories. <laughs> hey, we hilarious. did it this week. You guys don't know. Sam puts like a bunch of uh, Reddit links in the in the doc, and we're like, Always. I don't know if we can get to all of it. And today we did. <laughs> <laughs> proud of us, and we did pretty good. I think I think an hour twenty two was pretty solid. Hey, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. You can go to twoghouls.com, twoghoulspodcast.com. We do own both, so there's yeah. <laughs> So you guys can go there, and we have merch. Um, every last dollar that you put into the merch, we will, or merch shop, put, I'm sorry, we will we use put it right back into the podcast. It goes bing, bing, boom, right back into the podcast so we yep. get better, better mics, better, I don't know, better bitches, better, better money. <laughs> <laughs> better bitches, better money. Better <laughs> anyway, you get what I'm saying. Uh, any anything you want to say that I forgot? Or? No, I'm just. Uh, also, I just wanted to say another thank you to the Lesson Foundry for. Oh yeah. If you guys don't know oh, this, gee. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a moment to talk about Jordan. Uh, he is the person who we work with when it comes to the Lesson Foundry, our sponsor. He has supported us from the very beginning. I hope the you guys know this. Beginning. Like, he literally emailed us within the first four months of us mm -hmm. doing the podcast mm -hmm. and he was like hey i i want to sponsor the podcast and we were like what really <laughs> so nice. and he runs an amazing business uh amazing cause and he is a genuinely good guy so jordan if you're watching jordan, this yeah we love him we love you and also Thank danny you. loves you danny and danny yeah. always tells you talks so we nice about so jordan much. we love you jordan and we love the lesson foundry so mm -hmm. if you guys have any music lovers in your life holiday season is coming up you so, will be also um, happy to know that they are doing doing the first lesson free when you sign up with them for the yep. first time that's yep, yep, amazing yep, yep. that's a great great lesson i think that would be awesome for a christmas present my oh, opinion and they have like so many different um they have vocal lessons but they also have instrument lessons so you yeah. literally so everything. many they do saxophone ukulele they do singing like a oboe yeah, like, they, got, they yeah. got everything oboe with the fucking oboe the fuck? <laughs> come in town <laughs> if you guys go check out the lesson foundry and if you have somebody in your life that would use that we would appreciate that because the lesson foundry has supported us so yeah. kindly from the beginning Support, oh, like, I'm, so support I'm so emotional <laughs> we love the lesson foundry they're, they're literally the og they will always be oh the yeah OG. And we won't be here next week because of Thanksgiving, but hopefully we'll be gaming over the next week. And so if we uh, we're not going to see you next Wednesday, but we'll see you the following week for December. What? For December. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, follow our gaming channel. That's the one. Yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, fun little little thing I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> it's not very fun to you, anyway. <laughs> I was gonna say if you could if you could leave us a review, that would be great on Apple, yeah. or Spotify, wherever you guys listen. It would help up the pod as well. But that's it. We'll leave you guys alone now. Thank you for joining. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, you know what? Melissa's right. Ugmug Monday. Ugmug Mondays. That's coming Ugmug. on the 5th of December. That's going to be the first week of December. Yes. Sam and I have already recorded the four episodes that are going to be debuting and yeah. debuting. Debuting in December. 
Um, do you want to talk anything about them? You want to say anything? No, They're it's really just something. Fun. It's just something for you guys to listen to on on your shitty Mondays. Mondays suck. So and we were like, so fun. Yeah, like they really are fun. Our episodes like talking with us, like if you like the community or like the the engagement aspect of the podcast, that is the show for you. You would really like it. I think. Yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think that's it. I think that's it. That's all the plugs. I love you. I love you. I love you. I just want to take a picture. (laughs) (laughs) What's the problem? Take a couple pictures. How do I get out of here?